Hello, and welcome to the Journey to Self-Love podcast. I am your host, your guide, and your friend. I'm Sharon D. Meadows, and I'm so happy that you're here. If you've been here before, welcome back. Come on in. If this is your first time, welcome. Brief introduction to let you know who I am if you haven't been here before. I am an inspirational speaker, a transformative teacher, and I am the author of the Amazon best-selling book, Journey to a New Year. Now, since we got all of that out of the way, I just want us to be able to connect outside of the podcast on Instagram. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, my Instagram handle is journey, the number two, self-love podcast on Facebook, Sharon D. Meadows, and we can connect there. I thank you again for joining me because it, it means so much to me to be able to spend this time with you, that you would trust me with your time, your heart, and your mind. Because the journey to self-love, I don't know what you heard, but it's a journey. It's a journey. It's a journey. It's an intentional journey, and it takes a lot of work. Personally, I've been on this journey for more than six years. It has truly transformed my life for the better. And I invite you alongside me so that we can go hand in hand on the journey to self-love together. And that you may be able to receive some of my experiences and that it will help you in some type of way. That is my, that is my goal for this podcast. I am so grateful for the people that have joined um, and become a part of this listening experience. I see you and I thank you and I'm grateful for you. Now, let's just jump right into this episode. We are well in the 2024, at least the first month. And so I know a lot of times when we're starting out in a new year, we all have a list of things that we want to transform and change. Well, I'm in a couple of groups on social media, um, and I know for a fact that self-love is at the top, is, is a top priority for many, many people. So I'm not, you know, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of that, right? So I want to make this good for you because I know that people that come here, that show up and that stay, you're looking for something. And I hope that you find what you're looking for right here on the Journey to Self-Love podcast with your host, friend, and guide, me, Sharon D. Meadows. Okay. I got this idea for this episode. I don't have a title for it yet. If you've been here before, you know I do not, I repeat, I do not script this podcast. I don't script anything. I get an idea. I marinate on it. I meditate on it. I speak from my heart, from experience. And then generally speaking, along the way, the title will come to me. Um, but for this particular episode, Right now, what I have in my mind is Build-A-Bear. 
Now, I know there are some relationship experts slash gurus slash coaches and all that out there. And they, they, you know, I, I've seen some of them and they, you know, they preach and teach on avoiding Build-A-Bears. Um, if you don't know what a Build-A-Bear is, look it up. So a lot of um, the uh, mainstream coaches, teachers, experts, gurus, relationship, you know, whatever they are, they speak and teach on avoiding Build-A-Bears. But I want to talk about build build a bears myself. But for this episode on the journey to self love, the build a bear that we're that we're going to talk about is internal. It has nothing to do with you finding somebody and you trying to build them up, or you trying to be Bob the Builder, or or this person is a project. No, 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 no. That's not what we're going to talk about. The project that you are going to be working on that we're going to talk about in this episode is you. You are your own project. You are your own Build-A-Bear. You are your own responsibility for becoming a better version of yourself. And the only way that you are going to get there, and I'm speaking from experience, is if you build it yourself. No one else is coming for you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I know Disney messed it up for a lot of us. And, and there, is no, there is no one coming for you to get you to save you. The memo went out. And if you missed it, you have to save yourself. Fair enough? Okay, so what we're going to talk about is Build-A-Bears. Internally, I'm building myself. That's the title right there, I'm building myself. <laughs> I'm building myself. Say it with me. I'm, I'm responsible for building myself. So if you've ever been to a Build-A-Bear before, you know that the it's a process. So Build-A-Bear, to, to build a bear, it's a process. You first, you, you, you pick out like the outfit or the attire, depending on what part of the U.S. you grew up in. It may be a tire. It may be an outfit. It may be an ensemble, just depending on where you grew up. So you're going to pick out the clothing for your Build-A-Bear. And then you pick out your bear. But your bear is empty. It's just like a shell. It's like a shell of a bear. And then... Whatever accessories you want that you're going to pay for extra, you pick those out, whether it's pom-poms, if it's a cheerleader or a hat or shoes or whatever the case may be, you pick all that stuff out. And then you go up to the, the, the person that's constructing the bear that works at the Build-A-Bear and you give them your bear and then they begin to fill your bear with the, the inside, what goes on the inside of your bear. 
And then I think they even take a little heart. I think I've seen this because I've been there more than once. I think they take a little heart and, and put it in there. Can't remember. If, I don't think I don't remember if the heart is on the outside or not. But I think they take a little heart and put it inside the bear, and then they fill the bear up with all the the stuff that goes inside the bear that makes the bear all fluffy. And then they fill it up, and then they they seal it off, and then you get your bear with the birth certificate and all that, and now you got you you got a bear. As I were thinking about this message, I want to talk about what it takes not to build a bear, per se, but to build ourselves. What does it take to build ourselves? What does it take for us to go from being a shell of a person to being empty inside, to being able to fill ourselves up to where we're nice and full and we got a heartbeat and we're complete. What does that look like? What does it look like for you? Now, if you've been here before, you know that I like to do exercises. So go ahead and get out your piece of paper and your pen because there is an exercise coming. Okay. But before we we get to that, I'm going to pause for a quick break. Don't go anywhere. Stay with me. Don't go anywhere. I got a good, 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 a good story for you when we come back. And then we're going to continue and do our exercise. Stay with me. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back from the break. Thank you for staying with me and not going anywhere. I promised you a good, 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 good story that is so relevant for the topic today on building ourselves. But as I were, and that's why I took the break, because before I speak on a story, usually the story comes on the second half. I have to take a break and reflect, (laughs) clean it up a little bit, remember some stuff or whatever the case may be. But This story, I want to be careful with it because I am divorced. And the one thing that I, I don't do that I, that I don't do because there's no need to, I do not say anything negative about my former husband. I don't bash him. I don't bash my marriage. My marriage was an experience that I chose for myself. So even though it didn't work, there is no, no reason for me to say anything negative about the experience because I chose it for myself. But on the other side of it is, it was an experience. I lived through it. I survived it. Um, so I, 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 I want to speak to it from that perspective. The same month that I got divorced, a friend of mine was celebrating her her birthday, and it was a milestone birthday. And so I said to her, where would you like to go for your birthday? And she said, I would like to go to Miami. Now, I was in the middle of a divorce. <laughs> so 
The papers have been filed. The mister has moved out of the house. And it's a whole, it's a, it's a, it's a thing. At this point, it's a thing. It's a whole thing. So, and it was a weird thing. Because we, I've been married for nearly a decade. And he wasn't used to me traveling um, like that without him. I think maybe the entire time I was married, maybe I traveled once without him. And I, I believe it was for that same friend. It was a family member that was getting married um, in Chicago. And I think outside of that, the entire entire time I was married, the only time I traveled without him was to that friend's family member's wedding. And maybe one other time, maybe one other time for something, a family emergency in my hometown. But other than that, it was, it was us. So now the, the papers have been filed and a divorce is happening. And I'm traveling with my friend to go celebrate her birthday. He called. It was communicated to him I was out of town. And he did not like that. Because even though we were in the middle of a divorce, quote unquote, we were still married. Now, I know some of y'all don't understand what I'm just saying. I know some of y'all. I know. I don't even. Don't even trip. I already know. I know some of you already. You. I just lost you, because some of you are still living in the same house together with your spouse and you dating. So I know what I just said went over your head. Don't worry about it. That's not what we talking about today. Here's where I'm going with it. It was a whole situation for him as well as myself. Because I'm here about to go out as a um, newly, you know, nearly divorced woman. And then he's looking like this is still my wife until the paper is signed. This is my wife. So it was weird. So once we got past that. And it was a situation, it was a real situation. I know um, there are a couple of people that they do skits on social media with situations like this. No, mine was real. It wasn't a skit. It was the real deal. And it, 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 I was shook after it happened. So when we get to Miami, I am, I am beside myself because there was a, an uncomfortable conversation that occurred about where am I going and what am I going to be doing when I get there. But in my mind, in two or three weeks, this is final. We're divorced. So it was just a whole thing. It was a weird, it was a weird thing. So when we get to Miami, my friend and I, we stayed at the Double Tree. We're on the beach. We got an awesome view, but I don't want to go anywhere because I just had this uncomfortable conversation with my soon-to-be ex-spouse before I got here. Literally, in the car from the airport to the hotel, the conversation occurred. So I really don't want to do anything. I don't want to go anywhere. I don't want to, you know. But everyone that we encounter, 
they're showing us so much love. <laughs> this is a true story. Miami, Florida showed us so much love everywhere we went, everywhere they saw us, everywhere we walked. It was just so much love and so much. We was getting freebies and limo rides and I'm talking about everything works. We was getting it all. But I was uncomfortable because of what had just occurred before I got there. So anyway, fast forward, we're getting all these perks. And when I say perks, we were getting the works with perks in Miami. We were getting the works. So we get invited to something and they're going to send a limo to pick us. And we don't, we're not paying for anything. We paid to go there and we paid for the hotel, but all these perks, we're not, we're getting, we're getting perks thrown at us, thrown at us. So we, we get invited to something and they're going to send a limo and, and they just want us to show up and everything's going to be free. And I'm not okay with it, but my friend is like, She's like, girl, we in Miami. Don't worry about all this. Just, you know, just relax. Let's have a good time. It's my birthday. And I was like, okay. So when we get ready to leave the room, I am, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm wearing a, a dress. It was a dress below my knees, but I'm wearing it as a shirt and I have on leggings with it. And I'm all covered up looking like, you know, <laughs> you know, not like I'm in Miami. And my friend says to me, what are you doing? And I said, girl, I just, you know, I just, you know, and she said, no, show your legs. I said, but I don't want to show my legs. And she was like, your legs are awesome. Your legs are gorgeous. Look at everybody treating us. We can perks with the works. Come on. What's up? And I was like, I, I'm just not feeling this. And she looks at me and she says, we're not going anywhere until you take those leggings off and you show your legs. I think we sat there for about 45 minutes to an hour and I realized she was serious. And I was like, OK, we're, we're going to be stuck in here unless I take my leggings off. So I took the leggings off. I was wearing a dress anyway. I took the leggings off and then we leave and then we get the limo. The limo comes, it picks us up, and we go somewhere to some spot, and, and we're hanging out, and we're having a good time. And she said, what happened to you? And I said, what do you mean? She said, I, I don't know what happened to you. You've lost your self-esteem. And I said, what do you mean? And she said, when I met you, you were one of the most confident women that I ever met. But now you've lost your self-esteem. You were ashamed and embarrassed to show your legs. And I had to force you to do it. What happened to your self-esteem? You used to walk with a strut. But now you don't know. You don't know who you are. What happened to your self-esteem? I enjoyed that trip with my friend. I came back. My divorce became final. And for the next period of time, I'm not even going to say how long it took, I was restoring 
my self-esteem. Before the break, I talked about Build-A-Bears and what's inside of them and what it takes to construct them and what it takes to build them. When I was in Miami with my friend during the middle of my divorce, I realized I had lost my self-esteem and I was just a shell of a person. There was nothing on the inside. Who am I talking to? Is that you? Does this message resonate with you? That you look in the mirror and you don't even recognize who you are anymore. Because your inside is empty and all you see is the shell. Because something has literally sucked the inside of you out and there's nothing there. When we're building a bear, we're putting something in, right? When we're building ourselves, it's because whatever was in us has been sucked out of us and we have to rebuild. Is that you? Are you feeling empty inside right now? Do you not recognize yourself when you look in the mirror? Or when you look in the mirror, do you not like what you see? We are responsible for building our own selves. Whatever that looks like, only you know what you need. Grab your piece of paper. We're about to do an exercise. On your piece of paper, I want you to write at the top of the piece of paper, I want you to write, what does it take to build me? What does it require to build me? What do I need to build me? Whatever resonates with you, write it down. Whatever it is that you need to build you, write that down. Whatever those words look like. What does it take to rebuild me when everything has been sucked out of me? I want you to write down one, two, three. No one can answer this question for you. Only you know what you need. If the life, the, the, the everything inside of you has been sucked out of you, has been drained out of you, has been ripped out of you, has been stripped of you, write down the three things that you need to re, that it's going to take to rebuild yourself. This is just a starting point because remember, Anything that we build is a process. You don't just build something overnight. It's a process. It's levels to this. But we're going to start here in the rebuilding phase. One, two, three. Write down the three things that it takes. And in your mind, I want you to say this. These are the three things, the top three things that it's going to take to re build me.
And then I want you to join me for the next episode, and we're going to continue this conversation. But let's get this part out. Do the exercise. There is no transformation without transparency. I'm going to repeat that. There is no transformation without transparency. We got to be real and true to ourselves. Answer the question, what are the top three things that it's going to take to rebuild me? Write them down. Join me back here on the Journey to Self-Love podcast. Let's continue the conversation. This is a process we're rebuilding. Remember, say this, look in the mirror, say it to yourself. I am responsible for rebuilding me. I am your host, your guide, and your friend. I am Sharon D. Meadows. Thank you for joining me, and I can't wait to see you. Until the next time, have a great one.